This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. One more shot of Parker drinking to end the practice, <laughs> that, I guess. That's what we were waiting that for. That was a Shirley Temple. <laughs> that was a Shirley Temple. I know what he had. I believe him. Yeah, we're located uh, pit stall three uh, near the exit uh, of pit road. I guess it's, this week, is it the exit? I mean, there's so much going on. Oh, my God. I guess it still is. But, yeah, uh, down towards is Charlotte? one. Is this Charlotte? Charlotte? I don't know. But for Good you question. guys, I mean, you guys have been coming here so long. You grew up in this infield. When you pull in or you even are in the infield, is it just crazy to think there's a road course that we're using this weekend? <laughs> Look, I, I, I will say this. Marcus Smith drove us around yesterday, and, and I saw parts of Charlotte Motor Speedway. And remember, I've hit everywhere here. I've wrecked everywhere. <laughs> I saw parts of Charlotte Motor Speedway yesterday I've never seen in my life. Out through the infield, uh, some of the amazing things that they've done with this road course or roval uh, has been pretty fascinating. So uh, tip of the hat to Marcus and those guys. Yeah, we were going around there. I thought I'd walked with my kids yeah. all through that infield a, and as a kid at <laughs> yes. some point in time. But – the elevation change and just everything going on. Yeah, I have no idea where I am other than the pit boxes here. And I did see cars like exit pit road here right, and so. go to the out onto the road. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's where it is. I asked Wayne Alton exactly where the pit road speed ended. So he was standing down there just so I would have an idea. But I might just watch the race from here. Yeah, yeah we are with you until Cup Series qualifying, which is coming up at 4.30. And that is what everyone's been waiting for. Because <laughs> to start up front for this race uh, would be quite a gift instead. Uh, indeed. It's been a busy day here at the track. And we're not done yet. The Roval much more ahead here on NBCSN. A critical Monster Energy Cup Series qualifying, as we said, 4.30. And then we'll be back with some special guests for NASCAR America Fan Friday at 6 o'clock Eastern. And if the drama wasn't enough, it's a cup race for the Sunday drivers. They got on the track for the first time at high noon. Uh, and the action, DJ, was was often and early. Well, Bubba decided to see how many times he could spin before he actually made a lap. Uh, this isn't the same spin. It was a couple of times. Then I think he had a third one. Just shows you how difficult this is. We've been talking about it, KP. Yeah, and, and we see the 10 car of Eric Amarola, who's had two fantastic races. I didn't have him getting out of the first round. Had two fantastic races. He just needs to have a solid performance. He has not need any more of that. No, Denny Hamlin here is going to need a good effort. But look at this. This through the chicane on the back straight. Those blue... Uh, they call them you don't, yeah. curbs, turtles, whatever. They're dangerous, <laughs> and he tore up the right front of his car. Yeah, they're bolted down. We'll yeah. have to see how they last throughout the weekend. So, Ricky Stenhouse, what's happening here? Same thing. Gets into the corner a little bit, carries too much speed, steps out on him. And remember, these tires, are they have to live up on the bank. They're hard tires. Yeah, Kyle Busch coming to the chicane on the front straightaway here, seeing how fast he can get through that first part. Well, not that fast because he missed the next part of it that you have to go through without getting a penalty. And this is turn one, Jeffrey Earnhardt. We've seen so much here when they test it, getting into the tires. He makes the car turn, but the car rotates around. You see right here, not enough grip, not enough side force. The thing just steps out on him. Very fortunate he didn't get into either the inside or outside wall there. Yeah. That, that helmet cam is going to be cool this oh, weekend. Oh, it is, yeah. <laughs> Here's Austin Dillon. This is towards the end of practice. And you can see that chicane again, trying to get all the speed. And those tires, that barrier, we were back there yesterday, KP. It didn't yeah. look, they look rather harmless. 
until Austin Dillon hit that and tore the whole left side off his race. I, I thought they were going to be, it's one of those deals where you just kept hitting them until you move them out of the way, kind of <laughs> yeah, like what right. they, they used to have at Sonoma. We remember uh -huh. we kept moving them inside? Yeah. Not the case. Well, Joe Gibbs Racing drivers were one, two, Kyle Busch fastest, followed by Eric Jones, two playoff drivers. We know Kyle Busch is moving on with his win last week at Richmond. Eric Jones trying to fight his way into those final uh, 12. Let's hear some of the drivers' thoughts after the first practice, starting with the defending Cup Series champ. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, actually. Um, uh, we only made three laps. Uh, cars in one piece. We knocked zero fenders off. <laughs> we destroyed zero splitters. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty uneventful. And so, uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to hit every corner before the race starts here. I've got two or three of them out, but uh, there's a couple left. Um, I, eggshells is, is one thing. I haven't obviously walked on eggshells the first practice. I blew through them. So... Uh, Maybe I'll save some for the race. To me, probably what stands out the most is, is uh, I guess, turns 11 and 12, the bus stop, whatever you want to call it. Down the back straightaway, there's that uh, little turn thing down there with a lot of curbs. Um, that, to me, is uh, going to probably make me the most nervous. There's, there's no room to go too wide. Um, you know, you're you're going to kind of be off-cambered as you're going down into that curb. Uh, and then there's a big tire barrier on the exit. Uh, and that's going to destroy some cars. You know, when you're going too wide into that corner, someone's going to have to give. Uh, so it's kind of a game of chicken as you're breaking down into that corner um, because too wide is going to be uh, pretty tight through there, and there's no room for error. you got a wall on one side, and you got a big tire barrier on the other. There's no grass. There's just items to hit. Uh, so we just got to be careful getting through there, and I think that's uh, probably going to be Calamity Corner if I had to pick one. Um, but turn one scares me too. So we'll see. Course the backstretch chicane, as Joey talked about, quickly gaining a reputation not just for the the turtles, if you will, but for that tire barrier on the way out. Yes, yeah, really tightened things up from what they had when they were here testing, and you can see as much speed as they're trying to carry through there. Found it interesting what Joey was talking about trying to go through there too wide at any point in time. I, I think I've come to conclusion if you try to do that with somebody too wide, we know for a fact that is not that person's friend because you're yeah. not going to put yourself or your friend in that position. You can't make it. You can't hardly go through there at the speed they're trying to go uh, by yourself, KP. No. Yeah, it, it is crazy. When, when we walked over there, it's wide enough for two cars. <laughs> if you make a definitive left-hand turn, then you go straight and make a definitive right. But these guys, we see, they're just pitching the car through there. They let the car settle, then stand back in the gas. And we saw progressively from Kevin Harvick to the last one, uh, of Austin Dillon in the highlight footage get closer and closer until they just tore the front fenders off their cars. There is no room for any wider than one car to go through there. I, I can't see why. You talk about playing chicken, you're going to have to check up coming out of turn the what is NASCAR turn two almost to give somebody that position. Yeah, that's what a lot of drivers, especially as I walked through the Xfinity garage and talking to some drivers, they were talking about down the back stretch there and, and into that chicane, there's time to be made if you're by yourself yeah. in getting through there properly. So in qualifying, it's going to be a great place. But they said 
you can approach a car that's going a good bit slower and you have no choice but basically to back up and said you lose two three four seconds in trying to make it through there then so be interesting to see if they have the patience to yeah. take that i found something interesting in reading uh, and listening to martin truex's stuff he talked about the visual cues yes. how much yeah. they've painted the racetrack there's stripes on the racetrack the walls are different colors everything so you're used to coming off turn two and looking all the way to turn three now there's that little bit of bus stop chicane whatever it is right there you've got to figure out what's my visual cue to start breaking what's my visual how far can i push it and these guys with these again the compound on these tires are a little bit harder because they have to live up to what's on the bank you push in an extra 10 feet an extra 12 feet it's catastrophic when you leave yeah. that bus stop. Yeah, the inner walls of pit wall still pink for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. The outer walls used to be yellow here yeah. at Charlotte Motor Speedway. They painted them red, white, and blue. So, yeah, those visual cues are gone. So everybody is learning sort of on the fly here at Charlotte this weekend. And it's not just the Roval, this new layout that has fans excited. It's everything about coming to sort of the home of motorsports, as Clint Boyer talked about with the media today. This is was a good gauge for me. Um, yesterday we did a fan day at the shop at Stuart Haas Racing. The turnout was phenomenal. It, it really took me back pre-08, you know, and in uh, in the world and 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 special our world of NASCAR and um, the uh, the energy, um, the turnout, the crowd. It just that's the way I remember the height of this baby. And, um, you know, we've, we finally have something new to sell to a fan. And, and let me tell you, they're excited to see it. And we are right there with them. We can't <laughs> yeah. wait. As we've been talking about, we just don't know what to expect, especially with qualifying coming up, too. Yeah. You know, Clint went on to there, too. And let, we, we came over here and watched some of the testing. Clint was not a fan of this place when yeah. he came to test. I think listening to what the fans have to say, have made, and he said, people are expecting the worst, and I think you're going to see the best. Clint's come 180 degrees from <laughs> when we tested over here. He seems to be excited and looks at this as an opportunity that he can jump back into that playoff and have a playoff berth leaving here. Yeah, I think there were a couple of things there. You know, the excitement that he had, knowing that they had a big crowd of people to come over to Stuart Haas for a fan day, that's great to hear. We know uh, from talking to Marcus Smith and others yeah. that uh, the ticket sales are up. I I've heard of people from California, Arizona making special trips that they wouldn't have come to watch the regular 500-mile race here, but they're coming to watch this race. So uh, pretty cool and exciting that they're doing this. The drivers are embracing it for what it is. They don't know what to expect. Yeah. We don't know what to expect. We just know it's <laughs> going to be different and probably exciting. Yeah, some of the ways it's been de described or defined downright scary, punishing, <laughs> like you're on ice. So what does it feel like from behind the wheel? Well, Jeff Burton is going to head out in the Toyota on-track Camry to show us when we come back to NASCAR America here from Charlotte Motor Speedway. are officially in. Harvick should be pretty good too. The other dozen, those in white, have to rely on a race layout they have never tried before. Drivers say crashes are going to happen. And if your name is on this list in white and you get in a wreck early, your championship hopes could be over. So what will be the trickiest part? Jeff Burton takes us out on the Roval in his Toyota on-track Camry. Well, all right, guys, I'm going to take y'all for a lap around the Roval. 
I'm not going to go as fast as we've seen other guys go because I want to break this down. And if I did, I'd hit some. So let's check this racetrack out. Turn one is crazy tight. It is a 90 degree turn. Check out how narrow it gets here, though. Look on both sides of me, how the wall is on both sides. If you make a mistake here, you're going to hit the wall. Over here, approaching turn three, this is we've seen so many people have trouble. It's downhill. You feel like you can just drive it in the corner, but that downhill braking is a major issue. We've seen a lot of people get in the wall. Look at all the racetrack you can use. They're going to use every bit of this. Forget that blue line. It means nothing. This place is crazy. I had no idea elevation change in Charlotte Motor Speedway. Look, you're climbing uphill, and now you can't see anything, guys. You literally cannot see that racetrack as it falls away from you. This is a crazy corner because it's so slow because it just wants to shove you up into the wall and make contact. And I think we're going to see somebody hit that at some point. And what I would have never thought, the easiest part of the racetrack is right here on the oval. This is, you're digging, working hard, but here it's relatively easy. Trouble spot, rear chicane. We have seen so many people make contact. These turtles on the right are huge. You hit those things, you got problems. You hit that wall, you got problems. That is gonna to continue to be a trouble spot all weekend long. And now you're coming back to the start finish line. So this is a good passing zone, but it's gonna be dangerous. And here's why it's gonna be dangerous to pass here. You've gotta get this car stopped. You gotta get it stopped because it's a 90 degree corner. And then you got another 90 degree corner. It's an incredibly challenging racetrack. Guys, I wish you could have ridden with me to, ex to experience this, but it's gonna be fun to watch. And Krista, I hope you keep these two under control. <laughs> Impossible. I wanna know if you guys wanted to be riding <laughs> no, with him. No, no, no. No, nor driving, <laughs> yeah, but no, either. certainly not riding. <laughs> All right, so Nate Ryan, uh, NBC's Nate Ryan joins us now because no question, Nate, the, the buzz in the garage um, has been uh, furious, thick, because everybody has something to say, good or bad, about it what's is. going well, on. It, it's mostly been good, Krista. And I, you know, I was struck by uh, Clint Boyer was the first driver in the media center today, and he was extremely positive. And what he said that I thought really stood out was they had a fan day yesterday at Stuart Haas Racing, and he said the turnout was phenomenal. And you could feel the energy, and he hadn't seen that kind of energy from fans in 10 years. So I think there's a lot of positivity about this race as an event, but I think there is also still a little bit of trepidation about how that event slash race is going to go, and I know we heard from Joey Logano earlier, he said that there will be one angry driver, playoff driver, who gets eliminated yeah. on Sunday guaranteed. Uh, by the way, whatever that angry, we're going to send you to go talk to that angry <laughs> Happy to do it. Everybody's yeah. always mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's also news. This is kind of that time of year, almost October, yeah. where sort of the carousel starts spinning. What's the latest on who's moving where? Right. So the first announcement that we had today, Chris, was JTD Doherty Racing announcing that Ryan Priest would take over the number 47 Chevrolet, formerly driven by A.J. Allmendinger. Multi-year deal for Priest. He essentially bet on himself last year. He got a two-race deal with JGR that he uh, secured through his own money. He won one of those races. That got him more races in the Gibbs ride, and he felt as if that was what earned him this shot. 
with JTG uh, Doherty Racing. So, and then the other announcement, which we just had after practice here with the Cup drivers, was Daniel Hemrick will be taking over the number 31 for Richard Childress Racing. Kind of a similar story to Priest in an era where drivers have to bring a lot of sponsorship to secure rides. Daniel Hemrick didn't come really with sponsorship. Richard Childress Racing uh, has had their eye on him for a long time. He's driven Xfinity for him for the, that team, and the, the team just decided, as Richard Childress put it, he hasn't been handed anything. That's what I like about Daniel. He's a racer. And so I, I think a similar story for both Priest and Hemrick in, in an era, again, where we're seeing lots of drivers with sponsorship get rides. They come kind of a, of a different ilk. Yeah, I think this is outstanding because that means the Xfinity Series is doing exactly yes. what it's put in place for, is to give drivers opportunity to showcase their talents. You know, these drivers basically bet on themselves and their talents and what they're able to do and sell that to a, a cup owner. And uh, great for them that they're getting this. And, and we've got some new drivers coming into the Cup Series with good rides. Yeah, and I, I do like both of these moves from the standpoint that here's two drivers, as you talk about Ryan Priest, who's really just threw it all out there and said it's go go or go home yeah. that kind of thing um not bringing a ton of money over there not bringing a lot just bringing his talent and we know he's got a ton of talent the hemrick thing is a little interesting and i and i do agree you know that childress has had his eye on him but he's not one in the xfinity series right. as of yet so to take a guy out of the xfinity series before he's learned to win in the xfinity series we don't see that a lot. We don't, unless there's a pile of money that comes with it. Okay, and this is a business. We have to be honest about it. But I think Daniel Hemrick is hitting his stride in the Xfinity Series. I have pulled for him all year long. I've, I've picked him num numerous times uh, this year because I think he's just right on the cusp of getting that first win. But it is interesting that he takes over a winning ride with a winning organization with no wins under his belt. It, it's a really good point, Kyle, and a few of us were doing the research on that. When was the last time a big-name driver joined a powerhouse team without yeah. a cup, without an Xfinity or a truck win? And Denny Hamlin was yeah. the name we kind of came up with. He got hired by Joe Gibbs before he had won the Xfinity Series. Uh, two more notes on this. Speaking of sponsorship, Richard Childress Racing hasn't announced the lineup yet for Hendri Hemrick's car. They're expecting to do that by the end of the season. And JTG also is switching to Hendrick Engines ah. next year as part okay. of their deal, so they're hoping to be more competitive next year with a new driver. Cool. All right. Thank you very much. Nate, all the news from the garage on this busy Friday. So Daniel Hemrick going to be Austin Dillon's teammate next year. Austin Dillon, of course, uh, we saw some, I guess, a low light it would be from practice. <laughs> Austin Dillon uh, getting into that uh, that tricky spot here on the Roval. You know, road course plus oval equals Roval. How about this, guys? Racetrack plus living on the edge equals race edge, which if you shorten equals Rutledge. Like it. That's, you know what, Chris? That's pretty good. I was thinking about it for a second. Yeah, that works. Hey, I'm right here. See this, number three? Yeah, this is the turn we're at. You guys, this infield is even crazier than Burton said. And when we get back, I'm going to show you my favorite thing that I've seen here in the infield and tell you about some of the Hendrick drivers that get a little shout-out on this bus. You know, as a sports fan, I'm not sure it gets any better than this <laughs> weekend with everything that's going on, the Roval here at, at Charlotte, everything with the Ryder Cup. I was up pretty early this morning because I like to get up and drink a little coffee, but I had to get up and watch a little golf this morning. How about Tony Finau? On 16, this match was all even at this point in time. Watch and listen now. It's a par three. Hits off the edge of the wall there. Goes up three and a half, four feet from the hole. He makes the putt for a break. You couldn't hit that 
KP, that yes, looks like a, a shot that, you might hit. That, that's a Kyle Petty golf shot. You over the that. bridge, over the bridge, off the windmill, in the hole, yeah, in the hole. I play putt-putt all the time, man. I know how to hit shots shots like that. That is just incredible. That's fantastic, yeah. man. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no question. We're calling it Big Event Weekend because not just a ton of sports, but the premiere of Saturday Night Live as well. So yes. Big Event big weekend. weekend. And we know it's big, and the Ryder Cup is so big. Even Rutledge hit the links this week. He's oh. getting in the, the spirit <laughs> of golf. So, Rutledge, show us again, too, on your T-shirt. Point, point to where you are right now. Uh, so, right now, we are uh, kind of in between here-ish. We're okay, you moved. Okay. We're sort of in this area because I saw a beautiful bus, a tribute, a fitting tribute to Chase Elliott. Now, for those of you who are experts in the infield world of buses, you would notice, hey, this is smooth. There's no there's no lines on the side of this bluebird. That's because these four crafty guys, um, five, excuse me, we're, we're adding more, just drove 20 hours from Texas. Kyle and I have actually met them. We had crawfish with their buddy Tim McKenzie in Texas before, but they love Chase Elliott. Uh, obviously, they had a little, little bit of a time getting here. That's why it took them 20 hours. They lost a muffler on the generator, which is why they had no AC. Then they lost two right sides. They're fine. 20 hours later, they're here. And it made me realize, you know what? We ought to check in because I want to know what everybody at home thinks is the best emoji going on the Hendrick cars right now. We, of course, got some people asking, what is the DI9 on Chase's car? It actually stands for DIG. You've got, of course, old A-Time there and Mr. Bowman. All of these, I want you guys to vote for which one is your favorite. Are you guys all voting for Chase on this? Uh, no, I like Bowman's. Okay, Bowman, how about you? I'm going to go with Chase. Okay, so we're split there. I'll go with Chase. Okay, two for Chase. Chase. Okay, that's three for Chase. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, the GOAT, all A-time, we hope. Man, this, is, this place is incredible, you guys, to see the fans that are here, to drive 20 hours in obviously a bus with this improved arrow, Kyle. I think it really says a lot about the level of party we're going to see here this weekend. Yes, it does. And let me ask you a question. Are those guys from Texas or from Georgia? Chase. Well, I think I think once they drove through Georgia <laughs> to get here, their accent became more southern and a little yes, less it Texas. Is. Yeah. Hey, Rod, like I got South a question Texas. for you. Yeah, Dale. If you wear that shirt all the time while you're walking around out there, you don't have to have breadcrumbs to find your way back around, right? <laughs> you would need them, man. It, the infield is so different. I mean, think of how many times you've been here. One time, Kyle left a car in this infield yes. for almost what eight months? From May until October. Parked you would it at not. the May race, picked it up at the October race. <laughs> Well, you, you, if you left your car here, you would not be able to find it. It looks so different in here. Huge shout-out to Charlotte Motor Speedway. What Marcus and all the team did is incredible, and the proof's in the pudding. To drive 20 hours here from Texas, it's worth it. Yeah, I love that you get to have a reunion with your crawfish buddies, yes. too. Yeah. Tim Very Robinson cool. and those guys, yes, sir, definitely. All right, there we see one of the emojis, so keep the, the voting going to let Rutledge know. And uh, when we come back, we're going to get you ready for Cup Series qualifying. It's a big one next. Back here at Charlotte Motor Speedway, the first ever road course in the Cup Series playoff. And has there ever been a more important qualifying session than the one we're about to see? No, not in a long time. Yeah. I mean, we talk about all the time how important it is to start up front. In other places, you say, ah, it's not that big a deal. You can pass. Nobody has any idea here. But if you try to go out here, KP, and get too much, you're going to find yourself with a torn-up race car. Yeah, you want to be in the, in, in the top five or six when you head into this turn one and stretch them just enough to look in your rearview mirror and just thank God that you weren't in that mess. Because the chaos is going to happen. It's just yeah. a matter of yes. where, how far back, I guess, it happens. You want to stay up front. Yes. Yeah, because this turn one is going to be tight whenever you put – 
40 cars. They have no idea what to expect, but I can tell you, uh, just in driving around here, it's going to be tight quarters. So if your car does get wrecked, do you just leave it in the infield like you, you did? Just leave it in the, the infield and pick it up in May, I guess, now since we're already in October here. The last three road course winners started in the top three. You think this qualifying session isn't important. The entire season could hinge on it. 17 turns, 2.28 miles. This is the one we've been waiting for. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.